0: On my grandmother's deathbed, she asked me, do you know who your real mother is? What major plot twist moment have you had in your life? My grandmother passed away just over two weeks ago. The family all went to see her for the last time. She was surprisingly aware of everything around her and telling stories and joking. I went and sat by her and we talked for a little while about various things. Out of nowhere, she said, do you know who your real mother is? Now, I've only ever known one woman to be my mother and had never considered otherwise. I was shocked and asked her to repeat herself, thinking I misheard her. She said it again. Do you know who your real mother is? I looked over to my aunt with a confused look on my face who, addressing my grandmother, said, Blank is his mother nanny. My grandmother laughed for a second and said, Oh yeah, I guess I know who your mother is too. Now, I'm fairly certain my mother is actually my mother. Since then, I've been trying to justify her saying that though. All I can think is either she was very out of it and didn't know what she was saying, or there's someone else in my family who doesn't know their real mother and she mistook me for them. I'm not sure I should pursue this any further with my family as any reason to keep it secret is probably a decent one, and I'm not so sure I want to know the answer, but it also has me wondering, has anyone else had a major plot twist moment in their lives, whether it turned out to be true or not? My grandfather was dying of cancer. He was a big, tough man and gradually just wasted away. Sometime near the end, he asked my grandmother to bring him a piece of paper and a pen. He wrote down all the names of his 27 grandchildren. Next to my name was a check. Nobody else had anything next to their names. My grandmother showed it to me after he died. She had no idea what it meant. I still think about it every once in a while. When I was 15, my siblings and I were put into foster care. We had no idea why until the social worker told us that our parents were using drugs, our after-school jobs were helping them pay for drugs when they said our money was being saved, my dad wasn't my real dad, and three out of my five siblings were my half-siblings, and my real dad kidnapped my brother and I when we were babies. We were returned to my mom when he confessed to murdering a woman and then went to jail. He had since been released, and we visited him to discover that he'd started another family. It was quite the mind freak. My grandpa was having trouble hearing and it took us a while to convince him to get a hearing aid. In the meantime, he got a phone call saying his uncle John had died. He asked about a funeral and was told there wasn't one. That was two, maybe three years ago. I really only saw John when he came up for Christmas, but he was quite the character and my whole family missed him. A couple weeks ago, my grandpa's cousin came to visit me. Grandpa was talking about how he missed John since he died. His cousin said, What are you talking about? I just saw him two weeks ago. Turns out my grandpa misheard the phone call. We figure someone else died, but we still don't know who. John's probably been wondering why no one invites him for Christmas anymore or visits or calls. My twin sister and I were born through in vitro fertilization. Our mom wanted nothing more than to have kids, and her circumstances led her to use a sperm donor. When we were three years old, our mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. When we were six, she passed away. My sister and I were taken in by our aunt, our mom's younger sister. She already had two sons and a husband. It was a crazy and emotional time for all of us, but we've become an amazing family unit and I consider my mom, dad, and brothers as much my immediate family as my sister. You might think this was the major plot twist in my life, but it gets crazy crazier. About four years ago, I learned that not only did my original mother have sperm donated to her, but she also had eggs donated to her as well by her little sister. I lost my biological mom only to be rescued by my genetic mom. All those years, I laughed at people who said I looked like my brothers and my mom, but the joke was on me. When I think about the sacrifices my two moms have made for me and my sister, it blows my mind. I like that this one has a nice happy ending. A lot of the time, a story like this doesn't. I was looking for my social security card in my parents' desk, and I found their marriage certificate. It was dated one year later than I thought, six months before I was born. All of a sudden, the years of thinking my mother resented being stuck home with the kids, the terrible, resentful marriage they had, it all made sense. I actually found out shortly after my grandmother died that she and her husband adopted my mom. From where or why, we have no idea. Mom and I know that we have the same type of ethnic heritage as the people she thought were her parents, which probably indicates she was adopted from somewhere within the family or close friends at least. Perhaps more interesting is the fact that on her deathbed, I was 100% convinced that my grandma was saying I love you and gathered the whole family to hear, only to realize that she was just desperately thirsty. And saying, I want juice. Back when I was in college, I got a girl pregnant. When my mother found out, she broke down crying and divulged that I have a brother out there that I had never met. She'd given the boy up for adoption long before I came around. I still wonder to this day if I'll ever run into him. When I was a kid, my parents took me to Universal Studios in LA. When we were there, we met Mr. T and I spent the next 20 years telling my friends that I had met Mr. T. Everything came crashing down when I had dinner one night with my parents and a girlfriend. The topic of meeting famous people came up and I told my Mr. T story. My parents chuckled and corrected me, you mean you met a character impersonator playing Mr. T. Childhood ruined. Oh, that really sucks. I think we all have at least one story like this. When I was 12 or 13, my parents took me out to eat at a restaurant. My dad gave me some change to go play a couple arcade games there, and when I ran out of money, I sat back down. My parents had completely serious looks on their faces, and my dad asked me, How would you react if we told you that you were adopted? I freaked out a bit, and then they moved on to a different topic. I wondered about it for years until I realized I act just like my dad and I look like both my mom and my dad. When I was seven, I found my birth certificate in the basement of my childhood home. The name under father was not the man I'd believed to be my dad my entire life. I didn't tell anyone about it for years. Not exactly major, but when my sister needed a passport, she had to have the signatures of both legal parents. That's when we found out her only legal parent is our mom. Dad just never got around to signing the papers. Worked out well since only needing one signature made it a lot faster. The largest one for me was finding out my parents were never married, although together for 15 plus years, because my father was still technically married to his first wife, who miraculously got pregnant and had a child while he was in jail for a year for aiding and abetting a known felon. He's a former Kentucky hillbilly that used to run moonshine back in the day. He refused to turn in his cousin. Multiple things occurred to me that day. One, my dad is a felon. Two, I'm a bastard. Three, I have a not quite half sister somewhere. Four, my mother basically had a long affair with my father. And five, I hope like heck there is no inbreeding somewhere because this story is the epitome of the stereotypes I had heard. So recently I helped clean out my parents' basement since they really needed it. That place was a mess. I find a box with a bunch of pictures in it and begin to reminisce about how awesome my childhood was. Me on the NES, me at Disney World, my brother and I at a football game. But then I get to the last picture on the bottom. It's my dad, my mom, and some random chick that looked to be in her early 20s. The picture, judging by the hair, was taken mid to late 80s and early 90s. "'Hey, Dad,' I called. Mom was out of the house. "'What?' He yelled from upstairs. "'Who's in this picture?' I went upstairs to show him. He stared at it for a moment, blinked, and said, "'That's your half-sister, Andrea.' "'What? "'What?' "'What?' "'I pursue it more. Half-sister? What are you talking about?' I then proceeded to find out that he'd been married before when he was 18 to some stripper from Vegas. He lived in Arizona until he was about 30. Lorelai, or her stripper name, Karma, yeah yeah, had been married to him for about a year until he realized she was a shopaholic, shoplifting, dealing drugs, taking drugs, and was abusive to her daughter. He got the heck out and gave the child to his parents to raise since he was 19 years old.' Now I have a half-sister I plan to meet. I found out my stepfather was my biological father whilst who I thought was my dad was still actively in my life. Okay, it's complex, so I'll break it down. I was born to my mother and her husband, we'll call him Roger. So mom and Roger were my parents. I grew up thinking Roger was my dad. I knew of nothing else other than these two as my birth parents. When I was 4, my mom and Roger got divorced. My older siblings were always allowed to go visiting Roger, and I rarely got to. I grew up desperately wanting to see my dad Roger. When I was seven, my mother married a new man who became my stepfather. We'll call him Bob. So I grew up with Bob being a great stepdad to me. But it always hurt that I never saw my dad Roger. And as I got older, I got angrier and angrier that I never got to see my dad Roger. Because hey, what kid who loves their dad wouldn't be? So one day, after I I hit puberty around 12, Bob and I got into a fight and he was telling me off and I pulled out the you're not my real dad line, which cued my mother and Bob to sit me down and tell me that Bob is my biological father and that Roger's not my father, only a man I was led to believe was my biological father in order to keep up appearances to the outside world. My dad is a real-life superhero. He has graphic synesthesia. He sees numbers as colors and shapes because those sections of his brain are connected in ways normal people's aren't. And he used that to catch a man who was skimming accounts when he worked at a bank. So my dad worked at a bank and for fun he'd scroll down through the account balances and watch the patterns of color. He did this just about every day and over time he noticed more and more zeros. They stood out because they're empty space to him and it looks ugly. He was noticing this in a couple thousand accounts too. Just a few black spaces at the ends of strings of color. He took it to the police because his boss wasn't listening to him. Turns out his boss was the guy skimming the accounts. But the police never took the investigation seriously until my dad compiled the evidence on his own and took it to them. My dad's a cool guy. This one is actually a really cool and interesting story. People are just awesome. While at a party about 5 years ago, I met a girl who I really clicked with. Friends wise, I'm a girl. I started talking about my boyfriend, but not by that title, by name. She proceeded to tell me she knew him and had actually recently been on a date with him, and how it was the most romantic date she'd ever been on. My boyfriend. Of a year. Yeah, it just got real. Yes, we broke up shortly afterwards. That girl ended up being one of my best friends and we're still friends to this day. I met a girl at a bar while my boyfriend and a group of friends and me and this girl headed off. We drank and laughed all night long. We became Facebook friends and ended up hanging out fairly often. I considered her one of my favorite people to be around. One day, she blocked me on Facebook and stopped talking to me. I was hurt and confused. Me and my boyfriend lived together and I told him about it and all he really said was, Oh, weird. Well, screw her. Plot twist? My boyfriend of 4 years had gotten her pregnant. Eesh. Me and the boyfriend split up, obviously, and now her, my ex, and their kid live with his uncle in a trailer park. Second plot twist. After we split, I was depressed, went on a huge drinking binge, met the lead singer of my all time favorite band at a show, we hit it off, I quit drinking, and now I'm happily married to a guy I had a crush on for 10 years. Well, that one was a little bit of a roller coaster. At least the original poster ended up happy. Sounds like maybe the X not so much. The day we found out that the doctors were going to stop being aggressive with my father's treatment was very difficult. My grandparents flew back from Florida to get his affairs in order. Apparently, my dad, a near-broke alcoholic, had not paid any of his life insurance premiums. My grandparents found out and paid all the late bills which allowed my siblings to collect on the multi-million dollar policy. To this day, I'm grateful because I didn't find out until a few days after about the whole situation. Now, I have enough money to pay for college and buy my my first home. One of my cousins does not have the same father as her sisters. Their father found a handwritten note in which their mother wrote about her affair, the pregnancy, and then confronted her about it. They ended up staying married and are currently married to this day. My mother and father found out and told me a few years ago. It was a slip up that I continually pursued until I got the answers. There are only five of us in the entire family that know. Me, my mother, my father, and the cousin's parents. The girl and her sisters have no idea. Mine was finding out the woman I called mom for the first 16 years of my life was actually my grand, and that my older sister was my birth mom. Apparently, she got pregnant when she was 13, so her mom decided to raise me. Now, I've got no idea what to call either of them. Calling my big sister mom just feels weird. I found out while my uncle was on his deathbed that he had a secret family with adult children. Mind you, this is the classic drunk uncle who lived alone or just had a live-in girlfriend or wife from time to time, but came to every family function. Nobody knew. Not his sisters, not even his mother. We still dispute this family because when we didn't ask my uncle, he just said, Eh, it's not a big deal. What the heck? this isn't really about me, but rather a friend of mine. I think to this day he still doesn't know this. My mother's good friends with his mother, which is how we met. And one day his mother tells my mother that the man we've all believed to be his father isn't really his father. And even he, the supposed father, doesn't even know it. Because she was officially dating him back then, but was cheating on him with the real father of the child. She said the real father ended up dying before the child was ever born. I believe in a car accident. And so she She raised the child as the son of the man who she would go on to marry, and later divorce. Earlier this last year, I was hit up by a guy on Facebook claiming to be my half-brother. Fast forward a bit, and it turns out to be true. I don't know the details of the hows and whys, as every story has multiple sides, but my twin brother and I have been raised our whole lives, 23 years, by a wonderful man whom is the biological father of our older brother. There was never any hint or doubt that our dad wasn't our biological father, and we were raised with the utmost love and care by him. Even though he and my mother were divorced or separated, throughout the entirety of our lives. My father even had a fiancé leave him at one point because she was apparently unhappy that he was paying family support for kids that weren't technically of his biology. He really sacrificed a lot for us and I couldn't have asked for a better dad. Hasn't changed much in my life, honestly, and I never had any real crisis of conscience or identity about it because, hey, that sounds about right given my family history. Nonetheless, I'd say that counts as a nice little twist. When my grandfather was on his deathbed, he was very much aware of what he was saying and doing. He talked to each of the family members that were there privately. When I went in to see him, we talked for what seemed to be hours, joking as if it was another one of our every other weekend camping trips. It was very strange to know he would just be a lifeless shell of what he used to be. He put his hand on the back of my neck and told me I was about to go through the toughest four years of my life and to not act on my depressive actions." I left the room confused and broken. He passed within half an hour. The next four years and counting have been hell. My immediate family found out my father had been cheating on my mother and just messed with our emotions and thoughts over the course of a year and a bit. I failed to get my high school diploma, so I started to work full time to pay for our home. Not as big of a plot twist as some of those on here, but his words kept me from doing some pretty extreme things. Lots of downer stories in this thread, so here's a slightly more fun plot twist. I've always loved choreography. I was never much of a dancer myself, but I loved ballet and musical theater growing up. It branched into other avenues too, like martial arts and animation, which led to me becoming a comic artist. I never had anyone in my family to really relate these passions to, until on his deathbed my grandfather started telling me stories I never heard before, about being both a boxer and a dancer. It may not sound like a big plot twist, but believe me when I say it felt like one at the time. We became really good friends all of a sudden and in his very last days on earth. I was so glad to make that connection with him before he left. I found out just last week that all my life my mother's been addicted to drugs and has been hiding her addiction from my sister and I as best she could. On top of that, every single night she takes sleeping pills. I also learned that her family's convincing her to lie to my father and continue her addiction instead of getting help, purely despite my father. I'd always suspected my mother had a drug problem, but never brought it up. My sister is still in the dark, and I intend to keep it that way. For now, I'm just watching my mother slowly wither away. Not me, but a friend of mine in high school. So my friend was adopted when she was pretty young, doesn't know any of her biological family. My friend is a typical high school girl, likes to go to the mall and whatnot. Every time she's there, she gets guys hitting on her, saying how they know her from somewhere or something like that. She doesn't think much of it. She's a cute girl, so it happens often enough everywhere. As time passes, she notices a bunch more people saying they know her at the mall and call her by a different name. She eventually gets talking to one person and they swear they know someone who looks exactly like her. Turns out she had a twin that was also adopted and they were separated at birth. I had always been told both my grandfathers had died before I was born, and I never felt like there was any reason to question it. Fast forward 20 years and suddenly a man who looks identical to my dad shows up. It's my granddad. Turned out he had an affair with my nan when they were both married to other people and she became pregnant with my dad. My parents separated a while ago, and I never had actually seen their wedding photos. I finally found one and saw my mom in her wedding dress, but she was holding my older sister, who looked about three, making me about one, or at least born for that matter. I thought there was a family secret until my mom told me she'd married my dad before a judge, and this picture was from the actual ceremony which took place years later. My wife has a large family, lots of aunts, uncles, great aunts, great uncles, etc. Family reunion attendance numbers in the hundreds. So there was one of my wife's great aunts, Aunt Vita. She wasn't well known to the family, but a few decades after she died, my wife's cousin is doing some family history. And a story comes out. Turns out, Vita was, in her early life, a mortician's assistant. Then she was hired by the state in the late 1800s, early 1900s as a hangman's assistant. And then she got promoted. Apparently, she didn't do a lot of work. Hanging as a form of capital punishment was being phased out by the early 1900s. She still had her title and salary, though. After she died in Minneapolis, she was buried there. Eventually, the family wanted her grave moved down to the family gravesite in Iowa. When they unearthed the coffin, the lid fell open and they discovered possibly the most disturbing thing about Aunt Vita's life. Scratch marks on the inside of the lid. After reading this in my cousin's notes, my wife turned three shades of pale, calmed down a bit, and then said, "...well, that's karma." My grandfather's sister had a heart attack, and I was telling my mother that we should all do a check. This kind of thing tends to run in the family. At that point, my mother told me that my real grandfather wasn't the one we thought. Her biological father was a Jew who was deported to a logger during the fascist period in Italy, and my grandmother, pregnant at the time, never saw him again. This is also the reason why my grandmother during the war hid many Jew families in Venice, under the roof of her house where they lived in Campo Sant'Angelo. Despite the danger of being arrested and deported as well. This is not really a plot twist, but a funny last word story. My grandpa never really watched the news, but he liked to stay informed on the things the kids are watching these days, so I would always tell him about the modern headlines and whatever everyone was talking about. I also started watching South Park with him, since it always dealt with what was happening at the time the episode was created. He liked the show a lot and we started watching it on Netflix. When he watched The Succubus, he couldn't stop laughing at Tree Fitty, and that was sort of our main joke. No one else in the family knew what the heck we were talking about. We would always randomly say he would need about Tree Fitty. And I would read him Reddit and 4chan stories that lead up to Tree Fitty jokes. In August of this year, I was told his lifelong habit of smoking caught up with him and his lung cancer was serious now. He could have gotten treated, but he didn't want to. He wanted to pass away in his home with his family and loved ones. When we talked for the last time, we did the usual crying and everything. But after I sort of stopped crying, hysterically, he said, I'm going to need one last thing from you. Unsuspecting me asked him what he wanted, anything, anything at all. And he said, Tree Fitty. And fake died. I stared at him for about 30 seconds in confusion before he said, Nah, I'm kidding. Go bring your sister in here. I love my grandpa. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.